You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban, and it's Wednesday evening, March 25th. So, I got some Shakespeare for you today, some Richard Feynman, and, uh, well, pull up a chair and make yourself comfortable. Now, one of the things that I've been noticing is it's really hard to concentrate on the things that we know and love because we're constantly being bombarded by reminders of, oh, fear, right? So, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of reaching a point where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of trying to take, take my power back, you know, and do things that I like to sort of center myself. So one of the things that I like to do is read. And this book jumped off the shelf this evening. And this passage seemed very descriptive of how reminders can be universal when we're fixated on something. And this is a little bit of Shakespeare for you. And this is from Act 1, Scene 1 of The Merchant of Venice. When Antonio, the rich merchant, and the central figure of the story, is, is worried about his ship that's on the seas. And his friends are talking to him and commiserating. And his friend Solario says, this is beautiful writing right here. My wind cooling my broth would blow me to an og when I thought what harm a wind too great might do at sea. I should not see the sandy hourglass run but I should think of shallows and flats and see my wealthy Andrew docked in sand, veiling her high top lower than her ribs to kiss her burial. Should I go to church and see the holy edifice of stone and not bethink me straight of dangerous rocks, which touching but my gentle vessel's side would scatter all her spices on the stream? Enrobe the roaring waters with my silks, and in a word, but even now worth this and now worth nothing? Shall I have the thought to think on this, and shall I lack the thought that such a thing be chanced would make me so sad? But tell not me, I know Antonio is sad to think upon his merchandise. Now that is a beautiful passage. I especially love the my wind cooling my broth, blowing on my soup. Oh, my mother introduced me to that. She said, no, check this line out. Wow, amazing stuff. So is that not descriptive of anytime we turn around or anytime we see somebody in a mask or gloves or TV, it's just ah, madness, right? So what can we do about it? Well, perhaps employ a little bit of humor. Now, I don't know exactly how this relates, but I think it does. I just, the dim threads are starting to make connections in my mind. And this is from a great book. Uh, if you're looking for something to read, I highly recommend this one as well. It's called Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman, Adventures of a Curious Character. Now, Richard Feynman was a physicist who uh, most famously worked on the Manhattan Project, developing the atomic bomb in World War II. And just a brilliant guy from birth and he was always up to something and he had quite a sense of humor and this is a collection of little anecdotes and vignettes from his life and this one is called 13 times 
One time, a science teacher from the local city college came around and asked me if I'd give a talk there. He offered me $50, but I told him I wasn't worried about the money. That's a city college, right? Yes. I thought about how much paperwork I usually had to get involved with when I deal with the government, so I laughed and said, I'll be glad to give the talk. There's only one condition on the whole thing. I pulled a number out of a hat and continued, that I don't have to sign my name more than 13 times, and that includes the check. The guy laughs too. 13 times? No problem. So then it starts. First, I have to sign something that says I'm loyal to the government, or else I can't talk in the city college. And then I have to sign it double, okay? Then I have to sign some kind of release to the city. I can't remember what. Pretty soon, the numbers are beginning to climb up. I have to sign that I was suitably employed as a professor to ensure, of course, since it's a city thing, that no jerk at the other end was hiring his wife or a friend to come in and not even give the lecture. There are all kinds of things to ensure, and the signatures kept mounting. Well, the guy who started out laughing got pretty nervous, but we just made it. I signed exactly 12 times. There was one more left for the check, so I went ahead and gave the talk. A few days later, the guy came around to give me the check, and he was really sweating. He couldn't give me the money unless I signed the form saying I really gave the talk. I said, if I sign the form, I can't sign the check. But you were there. You heard the talk. Why don't you sign it? Look, he said, isn't this whole arrangement rather silly? No. It was an arrangement we made in the beginning. We didn't think it was really going to get to 13, but we agreed on it. And I think we should stick to it till the end. He said, I've been working very hard calling all around. I've been trying everything and they tell me it's impossible. You simply can't get your money unless you sign the form. It's okay, I said. I've only signed 12 times and I gave the talk. I don't need the money. But I hate to do this to you. It's all right. We made a deal. Don't worry. The next day he called me up. They can't not give you the money. They've already earmarked the money and they've got it set aside so they have to give it to you. Okay, if they have to give me the money, let them give me the money. But you have to sign the form. I won't sign the form. They were stuck. There was no miscellaneous pot which was for money that this man deserves but won't sign for. Finally, it got straightened out. It took a long time. It was very complicated. But I used the 13th signature to cash my check. Ha! <laughs> And that's a little story from Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman, about clever ways to find humor in um, aggravating situation. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, now, are you ready, America? Let's take our deep breaths. We're going to count in to a count of four. Pause for two and gently exhale to a count of four as well. Do that five times. Get comfortable. Get relaxed. Feel your own weight in your chair. Feel your feet. Feel the air moving in and out. And here we go. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two. Three, four, 
Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. Pause. Exhale. Are you counting? Here we go. Inhale. One. Pause. Exhale. Last one. Inhale. Oh, exhale. You can keep doing this. You can just count internally. If you find yourself stressed or a little bit off center, take a couple moments. Focus on your breath. We'll see you tomorrow.